0: Obviously very disappointed in the outcome of the game and the result. And, uh, you know, we've got have some things to address and improve on from this week to, to next week when we play a ranked team, you know, coming to home. So uh take any questions that you guys have for us, have for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to go watch the film, but it looked like we were getting knocked off the line of scrimmage, you know, and they were knocking us off the ball and, and getting getting chunk yardage. And you give them credit because they, they were able to move the line of scrimmage. And, you know, we felt like we had a, had it pretty sound in the first half, you know, and uh, fell apart. And so uh, guys not holding the ground and guys getting knocked off the ball. It became a fight, and I think they beat us in the second half and we were able to get some yards. And it didn't help that we made a lot of mistakes. And it was all three phases, you know, but... Defensively, we talked about stopping the run. That was the key, and uh, we weren't able to do that. You know, especially in the second half when it mattered the most, and that's what gave them opportunity to score points. Your defensive background and you know just your history. How frustrating is it to know what a team wants to do and just? Yep, very frustrating. And so I'm, I'm really, really frustrated right now about that. So, um, yeah, I'm, once again evaluate everything, and and this is not the type of defense that that. Uh, that I expect from our guys and from our staff. And so that has to be a huge area of improvement. I thought it was supposed to be from last week, from last game to now. So that's, that's something that obviously I have to be really on top of. We see Diane out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Diane wasn't, wasn't healthy, wasn't able to go. We're hoping that with the week off after the Toledo game that he would be able to, to go. But he's a game time decision and uh, just didn't feel right, and so um, we didn't want to put him in harm's way. I think he wanted to be in the game, but um, you know we're always going to lean on our on our training staff and make the right decision, and that's that was the reason why he wasn't in the game. You guys pride yourself on being physical, especially in the trenches. Why are you losing some of these battles? In the yeah, that's that's the answer. That's the answer I have to come up with, you know. And I and, uh, thought we have addressed it from last when the Toledo game to this one, and and now obviously you have to readdress everything and. That's my job as head coach, and this 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 is something that that uh you know i'm going to have to really really evaluate and make sure that we get it fixed There's a lot of things that we can fix from this game and so credit to South Florida they made some big time plays, and I thought they um they were to, you know hang their hat on the run game and then be able to create some shots because of that and and we couldn 't get off the field early off you know, the first half, I think they had twenty plays. And then um, second half, they really took it to us. And so we still had time of possession. We had, ton, we had 89 plays to their 58. We came up with 23 points. And so we had a lot of opportunities in the red zone to score. Came out with with a, less than a touchdown, you know. So that's, or in a, a field goal attempts. And so that's not going to work. And we talked about scoring more and getting more touchdowns, and, and those things didn't, didn't happen. What are you as far as the fact you weren't getting to that point? Yep, that's what I get paid to do, figure it out. And so that's everything's up up in the air right now for for this. And we're too good of a team for us to be having this many issues. Baylor came in at a really tough time for somebody to get thrown in there, but obviously it looked like he'd been prepped pretty well. What do you think about his play, at least in the last couple of minutes, getting thrown in there? Yeah, I thought thought he showed great poise, you know, and and, um, he he has a, a lot of confidence in his ability. and and uh, we've seen him do a lot of things in, in the past year that he's been here, being able to work with uh, A. Rod and be able to, um, you know, be on the same page. I thought he came in and, and looked like he was uh, didn't really miss much of a beat, you know, with with uh, Jaron being out. And so, um, we just I think wish we'd have had a little bit more of the conversions and would have had more time to win the game. Injuries yeah it's football. you know we we talked about depth the entire off season and so we're going to test the depth and we had to test it in this game we had to test it last week and we've been able to have, we had to test our depth all 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 year long and so the game of football is really physical guys get hurt, and uh, we think we've done a good job of developing the young guys and developing our depth and uh, now we're going to be able to test a lot more of it than than we even anticipated um don't have a lot. Were to go off of that he wasn't able to go training room said he was out so I um, probably give you a little bit more details on Monday but right now it's I'd be guessing if I told you. Yeah there's some good things you know I think he uh, we we got some sacks I think he if we're going to evaluate him I thought he held on the ball a few times too long but um, when you have a guy that can run like that he creates a lot of a lot of plays that's what he did he created some big time plays and scramble and I thought he ran the ball really well when we gave him that opportunity. So for the most part, I thought he made good decisions. We just, I thought we marched down the field. We just got to punch it in. You know, I I, I don't know all the, the the numbers, but for the last two games, it'd be interesting to see the the issues that we've had in the red zone or the tight, you know, the twenty-five yard line, thirty-yard line going in. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, they bring a lot of pressure. Coach Strong does that a lot to, to try to handle the run. I I thought for the most part, our guys, our run game was, was showing up and doing some good things, but we also get the ball downfield. We just, uh, the drives that were stalled were, you know, some of the mistakes that we made, and a lot of it has to do with whether, whether it's scheme or play calling or or, uh, or not not executing. All of it matters. All of it goes into the evaluation part process for me. Yeah, I think he was concerned about the pressure that was coming. I'm not sure. I had to, I had to ask him, but you know, we, we, I think he wanted to give us a shot. Like I think uh, two weeks ago, the ball went out of bounds. You know, so this one, I think he wanted to keep it in there, and they made a play. We we just put ourselves in a bad spot. You know, we were up 23 to to 14. So, um, I hate to blame the guy on the last throw. You know, there's a lot of things that we did along the way, on special teams, defense, and offense that didn't didn't allow us to get the win. yeah, I just told them that this is going to be a real gut check for us, you know, and, and for us to focus on all the details and of everything that we do, you know, um, from classroom and, you know, in the in classroom to off the field to on on the field. And so uh, this is a true test of their character and I'm looking forward. I told them I had a lot of faith in them and believe in them as a team and believe that, that, that they loved each other and they love this game of football and we'll, we'll learn from this. You know, this is a a huge opportunity for us to, when we're facing uh, some adversity, to, to respond the right way, and um, the fighters will respond, and I have a lot of great fighters in that room, so we'll be able to respond from this. If Baylor does have a quarterback next week, you be confident in him? Yeah, I do, and and um, you, you know, so I, we'll see how Jaron goes, if, if it's uh, Baylor's turn, then, then we'll see Baylor get on the field, and you know, we've got some guys that, that um, may be questionable for next week, and those other guys got to step up. And, you know, I think we still have another quarterback and uh, Joe Crystal that's out there that's played some some reps as well. So uh, next guy's got to step up and be ready to, to answer the call if their number's, numbers up. All right, guys, thank you.
1: Kalani, today was a day in which you, you guys did so many of the things you wanted to do. Um, ran the ball well. Ton of yards. Ton of possession time. Plus, ter- plus in the turnover margin. Um, all the things you want to get done on the way to a win, and somehow we're talking about a loss. It's got to hurt.
0: Yeah, just uh, too many mistakes again, and they caused them. You know, we weren't able to put them away when we should have, and, uh, um, you know, they credit to them. They were able to make some plays and, and come away with the win, even though the stats uh, – you know, favored us. We we had uh, way too many breakdowns, and and you know we did some things that were good, but uh, overshadowed by the our, our you know, in, inability to stop the run in the second half by the defense, and and our inability to score in the red zone when we're on offense, getting touchdowns. You know, we, we were down there quite a bit again, and then we made mistakes on special teams as well. Uh, I gave up some big returns, and and uh, obviously turned the ball over on the on a punt. So. Uh, those situations all combined gave us a loss, and it's very frustrating. And you know, just trying to find a way to get back so we can, uh, you know, have this team perform a lot better next week.
1: In your post-game press conference, <laughs> you said you you, went, you wondered what the stats would be on on possessions inside a certain yard line, and I can tell you this: the last two games, Toledo and USF, you've had possession inside the 35 sixteen times, and eight scores with five of them being touchdowns. So that's eight empty drives and um probably not as many touchdowns, well, certainly not as many touchdowns as you need to win games
0: yeah and and uh need to spend more time finding a way to get it in the into the end zone and so um that combined with a lot of guys that that are you know um on the field and, and we had some we had to replace some guys i mean the quarterback position you saw Baylor come in, you know so the the fact that we're we're um, i am seeing some good things too, you know the running back position with um Sionefi so now stepping up, and with, with Lopini and Soup in, in the running back core, um, just not enough though. And, and defensively, uh, first half we did pretty good, uh, you know, but we gave up too many first downs in the second half. Couldn't stop the run, and then they got some really big yardage on our on our on our on our defense, and that's that's really disappointing and frustrating.
1: The Toledo game was almost the exact same game today in terms of a team that runs for just a, a, a small number of yards in the first half and then then goes nuts after halftime. How did you see those two games being similar that way?
0: Yeah, just losing the game at the end and and uh, not not um, putting it away when we should have, you know. And um, that's that's, like I said, just we wanted to bring the fight this this week and uh, just uh, uh, inability ability to finish and to, to you know get the win and that's. That's a very frustrating thing for me as a head coach and um have to evaluate all of it again you know and, and this is uh we did some things that were good we had the ball a little bit more, but you know we we did some things that obviously didn't help us win as well so uh that that's that's uh the one thing that I wanted to get taken care of was the run game on defense and we did that for for a half second half didn't do do it well enough at all.
1: Yeah, BYU's been outscored 27 nothing now in the fourth quarter just of the last two games. You had a lead after one, two, and three quarters today, and normally those are pretty good signs for your for your team. I want to ask about the fumbled punt because you're at your own 38-yard line, and that's normally not where we see Danny Jones. That's a long field punt, which is normally Jake. Danny's been brought in for shorter pooch field stuff. Why was he in for the long punt there, and what happened?
0: Yeah, that's something I talked to Ed about and um, the decision on why we used him there and a communication from up in the booth down to our our coaches on the sideline to put um, Danny in, and uh, it was just frustrating. He dropped the punt, and and, and that gave them a short field and put points on the board for them. So uh, it's 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 uh, another thing to to not stop the run, and it's another to give them short fields. You know, and uh, again, we're creating turnovers and doing a lot of good things, and then we we shoot ourselves in the foot by not taking advantage of some of the field positions that we're in and then giving the ball back.
2: (coughs) Coach, uh, I've been on over the – and as I'm sure you have too, I've been part of teams that face significant adversity and uh, you start to lose some football games and you you find yourself in a position where you don't want to be and uh, especially where the body count is so high for your guys on this football team, and and not just in general, but at key places like your starting quarterback, your starting free safety, your starting running back. And, heck, we saw four starters today leave the game and not return. How do you combat – and what I've seen creep in is acceptance of loss – using that – using those excuses – or using those injuries as an excuse and guys to start accepting – losing in a way and I'm not saying that that has creeped in but that might be a potential basically how do you combat that and keep this team hungry and knowing what it's like to be a winner um, now that they've gone you know about a month with we with bye weeks and so without tasting victory
0: yeah I think it's important uh, and you bring up a good point for us to um, you know that that can never be acceptable for people to accept uh, failure and loss you know so Uh, although there's some new bodies, I'm not using the the injuries as as an excuse other than opportunities for other people to step up. But um, at the same time, we don't need to do, um, to have everyone participate. We just need guys that we can count on to help us win games. And I think circling the wagons, it means that you you, you don't need to have everybody out there on the field. You can only use 11 guys. And so uh, about the 11 most trustworthy people and then devising a scheme where if if they're going to test our depth then we need to make, create a scheme that is beneficial for our guys and and the guys that believe in themselves and believe in the system to, and, and love football and, and will prepare the right way to be on the field and so that's that's the best way for us to prepare um you know we we've been dealing with some injuries that's part of the game you know but I, in my past I've always been able to, in my in my experience as a coach, is to rally around the guys that you can trust the most and that means all three phases in Using the most important people in special teams on kickoff and punt. Um, I, I think if guys are going to take a break, they do it on defense and offense. It, we had to have our best guys on special teams as well. So, making that a, a bigger and, and more important emphasis. We don't have to travel the seventy-four guys that we bring. We could we could bring sixty and be fine. And I think just to re, re, remaining, just to having the guys that, that are on the roster know that uh, winning the game is the most important thing in, the, in this weekend.
1: How did Jaron Hall get hurt, and what does your gut tell you right now? Who does your gut say the starting quarterback is going to be against Boise?
0: Um, I don't know all the details still, you know, um, and and so I think uh, being able to just look at it from the outside, I I think we're going to have to rely on Baylor, but um, going to the protocol that we've normally seen from our training room, that's one thing that we'll have to go, and and that's for us to expect the worst-case scenario, which is for for, uh, Baylor or Joe Critchell to be the next guy up.
1: Did Jaron play after he got hurt or did he get hurt and then leave the game and not come back? Do you know?
0: Yeah, he never came back. That was, okay. the, I think he, I think they were going through some protocols things and, and he was uh, not able to go.
1: Do we know where he's hurt even <laughs> or what kind of thing it is or you just don't, <coughs> you're just not saying?
0: I think it's a combination of things, okay. you know, and same thing with Keanu. It was a combination of, of injuries. So uh, obviously there's one and, and, and then you look at the other, the whether it's a concussion protocol mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, that's always a, se- a sensitive deal. So. There's a couple of things going on with him, just like there is with Keanu, and and possibly with Thomas Schoff.
1: Well, it's been a br- it's been a brutal few weeks, hasn't it, Coach? Uh, Injury wise for these guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and and uh, we've been we've been developing and trying to get our depth right, ready, and uh, you, you hate leaning on your depth this much, but that's part of the game, you know. And and, and like I was telling Roddy before, that we have to have uh, just a system where we can rely on the most important guys to, to prepare the right way and believe in in themselves and making plays and. Um, not just being happy with being on the team and playing playing on the
2: field. Coach, you uh, have mentioned system and devising a scheme, and I, I feel like we saw a little bit of that. A lot, for example, on defense, a lot of different four-man front, and obviously utilizing or or, or uh, magnifying Jaron's skill set and using his legs As both of those, a more aggressive defensive front and uh, the QB run game provided big plays throughout this game. How much? Where is the line between you know revamping a scheme and kind of reinventing yourself, or just making the best um, with as players and the personnel continue to change, just making adjustments versus revamping?
0: Well, I think revamping would be something that you do that you'd never really do out of you know something that's just out of the ordinary that you haven't practiced. Now, I think there's a, a case for a lot of different things, and and from what we have established defensively, there's things that we can do. Scheme-wise, to help our guys uh, prepare better and and also stop the run more, but uh, you know, we when when doing that, you put yourself at risk, and that's what we gave up a big play. We did some different things up front, but uh, there's a lot of different things that we can do as well. And and if you're trying to stop the run, then then you have to make them pass the ball, and that's what we we try try to do. But they, I mean, how many runs do they have? I have to look at it, but they had a high number of runs, so we didn't do it well enough, you know, and and. Um, I think we're, we we had some good things happen, but we just could not generate enough momentum in the second half. And and uh, I think a lot of that has to do with with uh, the, the team altogether being able to score more points. We we had we put our offense in some really good situations, where they've got to find a way to score points. You know, and I don't think being aggressive and and taking risks is something that's revamping as much as uh, if you just change your whole entire scheme. But you, you know, we what we have in our in our offensive. Um, background we can do a lot of different things as well and and defensively we can as well that's it's just a matter of having the right guys on the field and and making sure that you lean on the the ball players the the, the ballers the most
2: coach is there a way to coach timeliness for example you had more scoring drives than they did Uh, you had you had you had 56 rushes to their 44 they only passed the ball 14 times but of course the only you know stat that really matters is is the scoreboard is there a way to coach you know, the timeliness of the plays are coming up big in big moments.
0: Yeah, I think that for us is is just finding ways to score points on defense and on offense. That means scoring touchdowns and finishing drives. And defense, I mean, you obviously don't want to give up four touchdowns, but if we're going to do a no-huddle system and no-huddle scheme, then that means – we were given about how many plays do we have About roughly 90 89, 89, plays.
1: 89 yep. Yeah, yeah, 89. so
0: 31 more plays than they did so if you have 89 plays you've got to come up with more than 23 points and that's really what it comes down yeah. to and um, you know otherwise we've got to look at some some things differently and that's uh, right now we're, we're, we don't have a starting quarterback we don't have a starting running back we don't have a lot of guys that are out in the field so um, at some point we're going to have to do whatever it takes to help us win the game and that, that means team-wise, being able to take care of each other and play the scheme that will help benefit our offense, defense, and special teams.
1: One of the reasons BYU ran 89 plays today was because the problems BYU had on third and short got solved today. BYU was 7-for-7 seven seven on third and short. third and three or shorter, which makes it so hard to have to swallow the fact that that fix didn't help you score more points today.
0: That's the frustrating part is I thought we fixed a, a few things, and then there's some things that we were able to, to you know, improve on from last week, but then we created some more issues, you know, and and uh, a dropped snap on a punt—it just cannot happen. You're a punter, and you should never drop a snap. And uh, I'm not afraid to say that to to Danny's face. You know, that's that's his one job. The snap was a good snap. You just have to catch it and kick the ball, you know. And and uh, if it's personnel, that's one thing. If it's if it's a, a scheme, that's another. And so I think that one is pretty simple—just catch the ball and. You know, looking at our kickoff team, we gave up way too many yards on the kickoff return. This is a team that actually did well in kickoffs against USC and other teams that had a lot of athleticism and speed. So, uh, the breakdown has got to come down to us evaluating both personnel and scheme and finding a way to have more success. And that's that's the frustrating part that I have, and that's my job. I got, I got to do a better job of making sure that we improve everything, not just. The things that we're focused on, I, I wanted to take care of the, the run on defense, and we didn't do that well enough. We did it in the first half, and that was it. You know, and, and the second half they imposed their will, and we've got to find a way to be better in the fourth quarter. And regardless of what the score is, let's put teams away when we have a lead and then and and stay aggressive and, and be able to get more points on the board. And that's that comes from, from the coaches first.
1: Okay, final word from you then maybe uh, just for uh, uh, Cougar Nation, what they want to go on here in this week to come before you take on uh, Boise State on Saturday.
0: Yeah, great opportunity with a, a team that's ranked and undefeated coming into town. I mean, uh, do they win today or they have not played? Their they play tonight late. Yeah, Yeah, Hawaii so late. I assume they're going to win that game against Hawaii, but it, regardless, we, we have a, a chance for us to be at home again. And, uh, you know, we, we've traveled to the East Coast twice now and uh, in the last couple weeks, you know, three weeks, so – it's going to be good to be at home and um, be familiar with an opponent that we 've seen in the past and uh, they they have some really big momentum in a ranked team, so this is a great opportunity i don 't think we have to do a lot of motivation for our guys to get ready though they should be ready for a ranked team to play them and um, you know i'm looking forward to getting all those things fixed everything i mean from top to bottom, getting it all fixed, and it doesn 't really matter what it takes i 'll be willing to do whatever it takes because these players deserve way more and and they deserve the, the right to have fun and and to win, and then, you know, the fans deserve it as well. So I'm looking forward to getting that done.
1: Okay, we'll talk to you next week, Coach. Thank you.
0: Thanks, guys.